Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tester of Wrestling.com, joined by former Ring of Honor world champion Matt Taven. Matt, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. I mean, when you say former Ring of Honor world champion, that hurts a little bit. So that put a little damper on my day. But oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, all, besides <laughs> that, all, all gravy over here. Uh, well, we are just a couple of short days away from Ring of Honor death before Dishonor. So I guess I'll start there. Uh, you and uh, Mike Bennett as the OGK will be facing the Briscoe brothers, two guys you obviously have a lot of history with. Uh, ironically, you and, and Mike, as well as the, the Briscoes, are, I would say, in a pretty similar boat where, you know, both both of you uh, as teams, you know, definitely uh, perhaps part of the Ring of Honor, or I don't want to say old guard, but, you know, perhaps, you know, the you know, the, the, the standard bearers or, or the, you know, some of the perhaps faces of the, of the company. And uh, at the same time, two teams that are definitely looking to uh, launch back into the top of the, the title picture here. So I guess I'll ask you to kind of share your thoughts on that match and, and uh, at the same time, your, your history with the Briscoe brothers. Man, it's kind of crazy, you know, uh, everything you said, you know, besides the word old uh, <laughs> is, is so spot on. Like, when me and Mike first started teaming and we were in the, the group that came together, we, we were together as a group, but people hadn't really seen us be a tag team that much. And we, we started doing some things as a team, but what, what really put us on the map and what really elevated us to stuff like, um, you know, the New Japan IWGP I, heavyweight titles and the Ring of Honor tag titles was our, our, our feud with the Briscoes. And, um, you know, once you're in there with a team like the Briscoes, that's a, a, a as much as I, you know, uh, want to wave the flag of Ring of Honor and say that I'm, I'm one of the old guard and I'm a standard bearer of, of the company, the Briscoes are day one, like match one, first, second, you know, all timers. And, and the greatest tag team in Ring of Honor history, without a doubt. Um, so for us, you know, six years ago, oof, wow, uh, it, it was it was a way for us to prove ourselves, for us to show people that we could that we're a, a legit team and that we could go with some of the best, and that you know led to this tag team Armageddon match where I end up splitting my head open, and after that match, I think people really kind of looked at me and Mike as like, all right, this is a this is a legitimate team that that's here to stay. Um, and, and history is really repeating itself because as Mike came back in the middle of my, my um, time dealing with Vincent, uh, you know, it, it, we really haven't had a chance to necessarily get back to what we wanted to. You know, Mike came back after five years and, and all we wanted to do was team with each other and pick up where we left off, but we were in the midst of all this chaos going on. So we had the opportunities to kind of team against the righteous, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the same kind of mindset that we had this entire time. We had one shot at the uh, Ring of Honor tag team titles against Rhett and Tracy, and obviously that didn't go our way. But I'm kind of looking at things now as if me and Mike, if the OGK want to reestablish themselves as one of the top tag teams in Ring of Honor, as one of the ta teams that should be on the rankings, number one in the rankings, getting world title shots, whatever the case may be, if we want to establish ourselves as that team, well, history has to repeat itself. And we have to reestablish ourselves against the team that we established ourselves in the first place against the Briscoes. 
Absolutely. And you mentioned history repeating itself. Definitely. You know, it's been a while since you've really uh, had a match with them on, on, on a stage like this one. And I guess I have to ask, you know, how, how would you say things have, have changed in, in terms of, you know, now that you and Mike are back together and obviously that, that time having passed, you know, what, how are you and Mike as a team different now? How are you, how is the OGK different for uh, how we see it today versus uh, you mentioned the, the team that was, that was trying to prove itself against Briscoe's uh, those years ago, like, you know, what, what's different now? It, it's, it's crazy how different it is. You know, it's like one of those things where we don't even know. I don't, I don't think necessarily how much different the OGK is now, just because we haven't had the opportunity to get those reps in as a team, but when you think of all the things that we've been through since the end, since we lost the tag titles against War Machine, it's, man, I mean, I, I, I've won the world title at Madison Square Garden, but, you know, Mike's been in two different companies where he's really kind of found his own and then kind of went back, you know, got, got a little bit of a realization inside of what he wanted to be out just in general in wrestling. So like, it's all those different things that we've learned over the past years coming back together to reform this team. And it's like, if we, there, there's been a couple of moments we've been in the ring together and man, it's like, it picked up where it left off. But at the same time, I can tell there's just a different hunger, there's, especially in Mike. There's a different mindset in me. And, you know, six years ago when we were in the ring with the Briscoes, we, we very much were lucky and happy to be there and, and wanted to be like, let's hope this goes well. And now it's like, no, we have something to prove. Like we, we have been here long enough um, that when we step in the ring with the Briscoes, we're not looking at them anymore as oh man we're getting in with the briscoes these all-timers we're looking at them as peers as people that we feel are, are very much on the same wavelength as us you know jay's been world champion i've been world champion mark and jay have held world titles all over the place so have, so have me and michael and it's very much like we're looking at it now as uh, we're looking eye to eye with the briscoes where before we were looking up at them like oh we'll go get them one day and now it's where we're looking at right right at the, we're looking them right in the eyes and, and kind of looking at them as like you're in our path of of us going forward and um i don't think there's any better tag team to prove yourself against than the briscoes or at least prove what the ogk is like now you know five six years later um what it is now i think will really be defined by our match with the Briscoes at Death Before Dishonor. Absolutely. And you mentioned that hunger and that mindset. And I, you know, uh, so let's uh, hope for the best, assume for the best, saying that the OGK uh, comes out victorious on Sunday. Uh, you know, I, I think it would be fair to assume that uh, going forward from that, you know, at the very least, you, you would climb up the rankings somewhat, uh, mm -hmm. especially earn another shot at the tag titles, which have been really been kind of, uh, I'll say, yeah, they've been traded among some of the, uh, real prominent stables entering around here. They've been kind of, the, they had the foundations happened for a while. Then they went to the LFI. Now they're being held by Balance Unlimited. So, you know, with all that in mind, like, I don't know, I guess uh, we've really seen the stable warfare kind of playing out in Ring of Honor, whereas right now it's uh, the OGK is, is you you and Mike. So like, is that yeah. kind of a potential concern where a uh, potential kind of a, a, a numbers game where the, the, the kingdom had once been, you know, a, a, a trio and had been kind of perhaps maybe able to, to match that that numbers game, whereas now you and Mike, you know, potentially being in there against LFI or Balance Limited or even the foundation, you know, that there would be some, uh, in, in a literal sense, a, a disadvantage just on the pure numbers, right? 
it's crazy how things work out for years. I was in a faction where the numbers were on my side, you know, and now I'm looking around and, and it was, it was apparent, you know, during this whole time, um, fighting with Vincent that, uh, the, the numbers that I used to have on my side are, are a thing of the past. Uh, so it's, it, it's without a doubt different, you know, me and Mike, we got each other and that's about it. And, um, I'm kind of looking at this faction warfare thing from afar and kind of hoping that these those guys, you know, really wear each other out. So by the time we get to whoever the champs is are, it's like, all right, hopefully you guys have been beaten down so much by each other that we can walk in and kind of pick up the scraps. At the same time, I, I know that no matter who is holding the belts, it, it, I mean, especially with um, the groups that you just mentioned, we're going to have to watch our back, but that's nothing new to us, especially what we've been through for the last year and a half is we've kind of figured out how to keep moving forward while being underhanded. And, you know, it's, it's, you never say never, you never know what, what we could add on to, you know, our, our group at this point, I think it's just, we only can trust each other. We've been through so much. We've seen so many people come and go, you know, and, um, we know that there's one constant that we have each other and that uh, it, when anything goes awry that I know I can count on him more than anyone else. And I, I'm, I'm going to have to kind of ride that until I, till I see otherwise or till I know otherwise. Um, but I, I personally think, you know, we have the tag team shuttle title shot against the foundation and if it wasn't for Vincent and the righteous, I don't think the foundation would have got involved so it's one of those things where, you know, I'm not sure about Violence Unlimited, LFI, they seem to always want to get involved in each other's matches. But um, depending on the situation, you know, and, and especially with the mindset of Ring of Honor bringing back the purity of wrestling, I, we would hope that by the time we get to the tag team titles that it would be finally a, just a legit shot at them because that's what we've been waiting for since we've gone back together. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned getting that tag title shot against the foundation. And that was, I would, I would say, you know, ruined by the actions of Vincent and the Righteous. And it's come up a couple of times here, so I might as well dig into it because there's a lot to get into. You, know, you spent the better part of uh, probably o o over two years, you know, really yeah. engaged, engaged in this uh, really heated personal rivalry with a former friend in Vincent. And that really came to a head at Ring of Honor Glory by Honor uh late last month so you know we had this epic steel cage match the main event of i think that was night two uh everything was on the line the, the everything that uh, the storyline had been uh, the, the feud had been about uh and then on top of that uh, this, uh you had put your shot at the world title on the line unfortunately yet again due to the actions of the righteous uh you weren't able to walk over the win there and that meant that vincent got the world title shot so i guess first we'll start in a more in a general sense you know looking back on again the two years you spent uh, facing Vincent, feuding with Vincent, and, and then as he kind of accumulated his own group with the Righteous, how do you look back on that uh, on the whole? It's, uh, it's tough. It's very tough. And it's crazy because, you know, you, you have all these things pop up on your social media that show you memories of the past and whatnot. And uh, September 2019, I announced that I, I re-signed a contract with Ring of Honor and there's Vincent or Vinny, whatever you want to call him now, uh, standing behind me. And 
he's just got this weird look on his face. And later that night, you know, the stuff started happening where, you know, the guys were laid out and it obviously turned out in the end to, to be Vincent. And I'm looking at that thinking, well, that was two years ago. That was, this has been two years of my life that uh, I, I've been dealing with this. And it's, it's a very weird, you know, feeling when it's all over because you've been fighting this battle so long that you want it to be over one way or the other. Um, and at the same time, you, it's, it's not the way you wanted it to end. So like I had this immediate feeling of relief afterwards of like, oh my, it's, it's over. It's, it's, it's done with. And it, it, it almost, you know, I was so drained by everything that happened in the last two years. And it's, it, it felt like I just had nothing left anymore. Um, when it came to, to be to be in a part of of this whole thing with with Vincent and, and wrestling him in the cage and the righteous and God I mean breaking into my house you know hobbling my legs and I had two surgeries over the pandemic it's like it just didn't end and so as much as I wish things obviously went different as much as I um, look back at those two years as as probably not, I, I don't think I'll ever look fondly back on the last two years of my career because it's been a mess. Um, I, I feel like after it's all said and done, I, I feel like this rejuvenated new purpose almost is like, I kind of feel like this is a fresh start. And it's a good thing that I have, you know, Mike by my side, and we can do the team thing that we were waiting to do since he got back. So it's like, this is the fresh start that I feel like I've been waiting for since coming back from surgery since Mike's return. And now there's no more obstacles in the way. Now I can finally kind of see how this is all going to play out and I can see where my career is going to go from here. Um, I, I wish it didn't take two years to finally get to this point, uh, but, it, but it did. And um, I try to find the positives in, in, in most things. And I would say, you know, that night in Philadelphia, I was not expecting the, the crowd to be as firmly behind me as they were. I did not expect that much love and support. Um, Philadelphia is usually a bloodthirsty town. So they, they uh, you know, I, I would say Vincent, Vinny is more up their alley. Um, so I, I wasn't expecting the, the, the love and support that I, that I felt from Philly that day. And I think that that has really been on my mind is like, there, there's a strong team behind you. You know, no matter what anyone says, there's a strong team of support behind you. And now you got Mike and now you guys are going in a different direction and you need to leave all that stuff in the past. You need to kind of drop all that baggage. And if you're going to continue on, especially here in Ring of Honor, I have to, you know, I can't linger on on this ever going feud that just never seemed to end for, for years. It's over at this point. And uh, like I said, I don't, I don't have any well wishes for Vinny. I still think the exact same that I've thought of him for the last two years. There's just really nothing I can do about it now, but, uh, but move forward and move into another direction. Absolutely. Uh, not to belabor the past, but, you know, you, we, just to talk about the match itself, you know, it was this epic main event, a brutal steel cage match between you and Vincent. Uh, I, guess, I think it was a night two of, of this two night event here uh, in Philadelphia. You mentioned the bloodthirsty crowd uh, for me watching it. I mean, and you mentioned a minute ago talking about the foundation, their mission to kind of purify Ring of Honor. It's just ironic that then you have this, this bloody and brutal steel cage match that really, really felt like a throwback to like some of maybe the, the, the eras of the past where it's just like, it really felt like this classic 
uh, blood feud that had to be solved in the steel cage match. And it was, again, as you mentioned, maybe not the way that we all had hoped it would be, uh, but you know, just how, how did that feel? You mentioned having the, the love of the crowd, but like how, just being able to tell, uh, you know, throw everything out there, put it all, put it all out there in the ring with Vincent uh, to have that culmination of this feud, uh, the way it go and it, other than maybe the result, just to have that spotlight, I guess I, sh- I should say, because, you know, uh, I would say, you mentioned these two past two years, uh, ha- having uh, lost the, the world title and then being involved in this uh, this feud with Vincent. You know, I feel like this was probably the first time in, in at least somewhat recent memory that you've been firmly back in the spotlight like that, like back in the main event as a former world champion. But now, uh, was, was it kind of uh, refreshing to be back in the main event or exciting or, or, or enticing, I should say? I, I think all of the above, and I think you make a good point when you talk about the foundation and the purity that they want to bring to Ring of Honor. It, and I believe in it. You know what I mean? I think you know over the the pandemic era of of Ring of Honor, Jonathan Gresham by far has been the MVP. Has been keeping this thing going, and he is unbelievable. Um, but what they've been doing as bringing purity back to pro wrestling and especially Ring of Honor makes stuff like that steel cage match stand out so much more. Because when you don't have it, when you don't see it, and then you see how <laughs> the culmination of a two-year rivalry should end, it's like, oh, okay. If I saw this every day, if everyone who got in the scrap all of a sudden ended up in this bloody, it wouldn't mean anything. But after two years seeing how like this is the last stand, like let's just lock these two guys in a cage and let them go nuts. And and watching it back, it did feel very much like an old school Ring of Honor um, style match. And, and I'm very, very proud of that, you know, um, I, to not toot my own horn too much. But you're right. It's It's been one of the times that I've been in back in the main event since being world champion. And, you know, night two was a bit was a more packed crowd than night one and and i just hearing so much back afterwards it does give you that feeling of like you i deserve i i can't want to be back on top and there's a reason why and i i can feel this this support behind me and and i still want to be on top and i think that the tag division of ring of honor has always been one of the best divisions um in wrestling uh, tag divisions in wrestling. And I think, and I've seen that main event a million times. I've been in a million main events that uh, have the, the tag, t- uh, uh, the tag teams on top. And I think that me and Mike can get right back there. Cause now it's like, like you said, you, you get a little taste of it and you hadn't had it in so long. And now I'm like, Oh man, put me in the main event every single night. I need that energy again. So it, it definitely was, um, everything that you said you know it was definitely a throwback to a lot of older ring of honor style blood feuds and if there's older ring of honor fans i would love for you guys to go out and and watch it on honor club i think you wouldn't be disappointed at all um at the same time i think you know it showed a lot of people that maybe had any doubts that you know you put matt taven in the main event and the people are going to scream and yell and they're going to pack the place and there's a lot of pride that came through of that came that I felt walking through that curtain that night. Um, Unfortunately, by the end of the night, I felt so emotionally drained, but geez, as soon as they asked me a question, I felt like I was just going to cry or lay down or take it, you know, just roll over and get in the fetal position. At that point, I was just so mentally, physically drained, but now that I've had a time to kind of to settle and and watch it back. I, I, you know, I'm, 
everything but the end, I'm, I'm very proud of. And uh, I, I think that if there was anyone that maybe had been missing a little bit of that bloodlust and ring of honor, oh, we gave it to you. So if, if you haven't seen it, I would suggest to anyone to go to the honor club and, and watch it. Um, you can stop it right before the end and then go to the honor club of like, you know, Madison square garden and watch the end of that and just put them together in your mind. You know, it'd be a lot exactly. better. <laughs> we were talking a lot about the past. We don't have to keep laboring that instead let's look forward to the future here again, even uh, maybe beyond death before dishonor here, you know, as we were talking, you were talking about your world title reign and being in that, that spotlight, perhaps having that, uh, that hunger to, you know, to be back in spotlight kind of reignited here, but maybe in a more general sense as someone that's been uh, at the very top of the company as someone that has been, had a lengthy world title reign, you know, what, and, and maybe beyond the, the tag titles or, or I should say other than the tag titles, what are your kind of goals now that you, because you've, you've reached that mountaintop, you know, you've been facing the company at points and perhaps I would say still are in, in many ways, but otherwise, like what, what's, what's next? What's, what are your goals? You know, because again, you, you have, you know, already reached that, that pinnacle uh, that many, uh, many people still have yet to aspire to. And it's, it's funny. Cause people, I think, I think when in people's minds, when they think that, you know, and even in my mind, I would say like, when I win at Madison square garden, there's a big part of me that says like, Oh, I just ride off into the sunset now. Like that's how that story ends. But within a week I'm, I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm in Ohio, I'm doing media like this during the week. And you never really have a chance to kind of, sit and you know like cliche smell the roses and, and it's true like you never really have that opportunity to do that so when it's over and when it's gone it's a a craving it's a addiction you know it's 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 a a, a drug that you just can't get enough of and you're like who it's some they you can't take that from me not now I'm, I'm just getting used to it you know what i mean give that back to me so it's like one of those things that I feel I will always, always in Ring of Honor be striving to get back to that, to the top, you know, to get back to the world title scene because there's nothing like it. There's, I, I was so driven at the time and so angry at the time of like, I'm going to shove this up everyone's butt. Like, I'm going to show everyone that is any said, it said one ill word about me that they're an idiot uh, or that they're Melvin, I should say. And, uh, and, and, you know, I was so determined and focused that, that again, I've really had no opportunity to kind of enjoy it that much. So I think I'll always be looking for that to go back and to do it again. And this time, maybe put a smile on my face sometimes when I walk out into that crowd and just kind of take it in for a second, because when it's gone, it's just the first thing that you want is you want it back. Um, but there's still there's so much left to do in Ring of Honor. And, and, and to think of how much the company has changed over the last couple of years and how many fresh matches there are, how many people I still haven't wrestled. I haven't even been in the ring with and ring of honor. There was a time where I felt like I had wrestled everyone in the company. And now I look around, I'm like, I haven't, I've never been across the ring from, from half these guys, you know, from Dan Housen of the world. I'm looking at him. Like I have never been in the ring with this guy. Well, what would that be like? Uh, you know, and, the, and now we have things like the pure title back, which, not saying that I, I'm making my decree of going at the pure title because I mean I can't say enough good things about Jonathan Gresham and I think he might I think he might have my number in pure wrestling right now I got to kind of knock off some of the rust, um, but you know I, I I don't know if any if if people maybe 
sleep on my my wrestling skills. I've been wrestling for 13, 14 years at this point. And maybe I've adapted my style to kind of fit what works. But I think there's so many things that people don't know that I can do. And um, being a part of that peer division is always something that's kind of in the back of my mind, like, hmm, that looks like a fun little challenge for myself that maybe I could jump in there one day and kind of hopefully not fall on my face, but at least try to show people, you know, a, a little side of Matt Taven they haven't seen before. At the same time, there's so many tag teams, you know, you mentioned all the, the faction tag teams that we haven't wrestled yet. We haven't seen Dickinson and Homicide. We haven't seen LFI at all. Uh, you know, we haven't wrestled any of these guys in Ring of Honor. And it's funny that as we get back into the tag team, the first team we've made is the one we're most familiar with. But after that, there's so many guys on this roster, so many teams on this roster that I have not challenged myself against. So I feel like as much as I can look and say, you know, I, I've, I've won everything, but, you know, I've won the world, the television, the the tag, the six man. I almost look at it now as like, yeah, do these guys know I've done that? You know what I mean? Do they have the respect for me that I, I feel like they should for, for being there before them? Maybe they don't, maybe I have to remind them. So I, I feel like as much as there's new, there are new challenges in general. I feel like a lot of the things that I've done in the past, I, I need to reprove because a lot of these guys are brand new to ring of honor in general. Absolutely. And I think that this Sunday, your match for the Briscoes will be a great chance to do that, to be in there in the ring with, as you said to yourself, probably the, the very best tag team in Ring Ronda history. So I know I'm looking forward to that match and that pay-per-view. And I'm sure I, I speak for all Ring Ronda fans when I say that. But otherwise, Matt, I wish you the very best for, for that match, for, for moving forward here in Ring Ronda and getting back to, as you said, the, the spotlight where I would say you, brought, you probably belong. So with that, Thanks, with, I thank you for your time today and I wish you the very best. Hey, thanks. It was nice and easy, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Thanks so much. All right. Later, brother.